Hello, and welcome to Small Business Sips, the podcast. This is officially the second episode. Oh my goodness. Thank you to everybody who tuned in last, was it last month? I don't even know what day it is anymore. But thank you for everyone turning into the first episode with slides. It was lovely to have them. And then today I have the other half of the duo to the Poison Apple. Well, I have the Poison Apple with me. Let's say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And today we are drinking, well, none other than cider. And we are drinking some shindig. Do you guys want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so as shindig is uh, a dry cider uh, that we had at the Poisoned Apple for a long time now. Um, it is owned uh, by some good friends of ours uh, that have, uh, one of them I uh, actually graduated here with locally. And uh, when they started their company, we were actually their first wholesale account. So we're happy to have them on board. Nice. That's very cool. So you said you met them through high school? Um, one, one of them. Okay. Um, there's three, three teams on that, uh, or three uh, people in that team. Business partners. Uh, partners. Now, that <laughs> may be more accurate. Um, uh, I personally know John and Ree a, a little more closely. I graduated with Ree. Um, and then she's been, you know, uh, dating John for, for years now. They're, they're fantastic. We're, uh, we love them to death. And then they have their uh, third per um, business partner, Tommy. And so they're, you know, they're expanding. They're doing great. And they're doing really great uh, at the Poison Apple. Nice. That's awesome for you guys to like, support a local. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So I have Cody and Devin here with me today. And they are engaged. Congratulations to you guys. That's so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so tell me how, like, just start from the beginning. Like, how did you guys meet? Well, uh, we met through some uh, mutual friends uh, at a party in Paso, and that was a th 11 years. Almost 11 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Or it's probably been 11 years ago since we've met, and then we've been dating for almost. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. And then you guys <laughs> recently got engaged, right? It's been over a year now. Okay. Last uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. That's right. Last Valentine's Aww. Day. Oh, sweet. A little... A little uh, quarantine engagement oh yes yes so romantic <laughs> that's okay that's perfect a lot of things happened in quarantine oh yes oh, yeah. yeah and then speaking of which you guys started a business in the middle of a pandemic yeah and that was um <laughs> it's a it's a double-edged sword i mean it was uh really really stressful but luckily uh we ha it gave us enough time to um make it happen yeah, luckily the idea was already started like pre-quarantine and all the pandemic and everything. And then we just kind of stepped back and then changed routes that we ended up going down. So what initially first planted like that seed in your head to start a business? So as a lot of people who come to the Poison Apple know, um, I used to be the manager over at Bristol Cider House. Um, and... It was just uh, when I first started managing there. I mean, I was that was five years ago. I was twenty two, and I just uh, just fell in love with it, and just fell in love with um, being the manager, having some control, um, bartending in general. And um, I was going to school at the same time, and I was like, "Well, I don't need to go to school anymore because I know what I want to do." <laughs> mm -hmm. And then Devin, what did you do before Poison Apple? I had a lot of various customer service jobs. Uh, I worked at. A as a barista, I worked at a grocery store. <laughs> I have worked at a restaurant, I did catering, I worked at a wine bar. <laughs> I, I've been all over. 
Nice. But Bristles was probably our introduction to cider and what got it started on the whole journey in general. Mm-hmm. So that's what the initial f- fall in love of cider yes. started. Okay. Yes. Cause like cider is not kind of like your everyday thing. It's kind of coming more popular as like, you know, in this day and age. Cause like before you guys open, I was like, oh, cider. What was it? Like Angry Orchard and stuff. That's what like, everyone yeah. thinks it is. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. But it's, there's so much more to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. And it's just, you know, this area in particular, um, everyone li- likes to, this is an eating and drinking community. And, uh, you know, I think um, having so many craft options, you know, really started with the, you know, the wine and the craft beer and then the spirits and then cider um, has been, you know, has been popping up. And a lot of people don't know how many, I mean, there's it's like seven local cideries just here in wow. in the county mm-hmm. or probably maybe even more, you know. Um, but you guys are and, the only cider tavern that like brings them all together, right? So yeah, um, so yeah, we are. So our kind of our focus was to expand. So there's, you know, we have these great um, cideries in the area, and you know, we even get some from out of the area. We wanted a place for people to kind of gather and be able. To, we can show them, we can teach them because why? There's no reason they should have had cider before if they haven't gone to these cideries. Like, there's why would they do that? Like, if they mm-hmm. they're used to drinking beer, or going to just a regular uh, cocktail bar. So it gives them an opportunity to come in and like really figure out what this what this stuff is about. Nice. So like I, I've heard you talked before. We 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 go to the Poison Apple like every weekend. Um, not regulars. Yes. <laughs> trying to keep the lights on, you know. So thank you. You're welcome. You're anytime. <laughs> um, but I know if you said like you've had people come in thinking it is a regular bar and it's just like, hey, you got beer, and you're like, yeah, but you should try this. Like, how do you like change the mindset of people that come in? You're like, you know what? Let's let's try cider instead of, you know, 805 or whatever, not anything against 805. We love it. But <laughs> yeah. So how do you change the mindset of people to like try something new? Cause you guys also have mead as well. And I never heard of it before you guys. So, uh, the way I kind of go about it is, uh, you know, some people come in, they're very curious and some people are almost mad that they're there, you know, it's like, the, <laughs> you know, it just depends. And, uh, it's, you know, kind of our job to show them and teach them. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll most for the most part, we get people who are very excited to be there because, you know, maybe they search cider on their phone and we're in we popped up and they mm-hmm. saw the name and they saw the logo and they were they're like, OK, let's give this a shot. And mm-hmm. um, so now once they're there, it's now our job to keep them there so mm-hmm. we can. You're very good at like, that. <laughs> that's what I, I try to do. Um, I have to trick them into giving me all their money. No. <laughs> Well, we try and walk them through and like ask them what they enjoy drinking normally. We're like, okay, do you like sweet? Do you like tart? Like what, what do you enjoy drinking? And we really want to try and find something that people actually enjoy. And we don't want to give them something that they're like, I don't really like this and I'm just going to drink it. And so we give like samples of different things and try and walk them through the menu and find something that everyone truly enjoys. And so it's nice having a variety too. And you guys have like, a, yeah, you have like a really good variety. Like how do you guys kind of come up with your menu? Like how do you, find that variety because it's such a big variety you have like oh yeah we have like this like berry mead and then this one that's more tart or trying to think of another one like this pineapple cider i'm like how do you guys find all that well uh luckily for us um a lot of these are local so it's you know the cider industry is still small and it's still niche and so um from our past jobs going to cider festivals we've met a lot of people and we've gone to a lot of these places and supported them as customers. And we essentially were able to go around, drink around and find what we wanted <laughs> nice. to host. And so, yeah. so, uh, Have pick, fun with it on the way. Yeah, yeah. No, pick, <laughs> picking out what we wanted to put in in the tavern. Um, that was we uh, got a drink to find what we wanted. Yeah, that was the easy <laughs> part. So, you know, yeah. like, let's just 
walk, let's go and drive around. Let's go, let's visit this place. Let's visit this place. And, and that's um, an adventure all of its own. Yeah. yeah. And so we get to, you know, we tried, you know, the ciders and we pick our favorites and, uh, you know, we try to, you know, we almost have one from every single cidery in the area. That's awesome. And what's been really cool is that um, people somehow have heard about us even as far north as Petaluma and as far south as uh, San, Diego. Uh, San Diego. Wow. And for the people who don't and, know, you're in Atascadero, Central Coast, California, San Luis Obispo area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're right here in a, the heart of Atascadero. <laughs> right in the downtown. Yeah. Downtown. And so, and they, these people have approached us and like they really want to, and are very excited to get their products in our bar and have shown up and uh, given us samples. And so now we've had these connections and um, we're able to get, uh, you know, we like we we're saying, we mostly have some lo- local stuff and that's what we're showcasing is uh, kind of a, a snapshot of what the Central Coast has in terms of cider and mead and, the, and you know, even even wine and some beer. But um, it's great to have these people from so far away want to get their product in here. And it's fantastic for us because mm-hmm. now we have we're able to really expand on our tap list. And, you know, I think we have about 21 taps um, right now. And it's cool to have. It's like, wow, it's like actually, you know, a lot of them are local, but some of these are, you know, I. We have to get from San Diego, and when they're gone, they're gone, and we have to hope that we... <laughs> yeah, when's we can... that going to be back on tap? I don't know. Uh, when we can get it from San Diego, we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't drive down there, so... Uh, road trip! <laughs> yeah. We, I, we do sometimes, we do have to drive to Santa Barbara or uh, Carpinteria sometimes, but San Diego, I'm not, I'm not going to not gonna do a little day yeah. trip. That's, Six that's hours and two hours is a big difference. Very exactly. big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. So... The one thing I think of, I don't know if you guys like watched How I Met Your Mother when it was a show, but did you guys have the initial thought of like, like Ted Mosby and like Barney Simpson, like, let's buy a bar. Like we can totally <laughs> run a bar. Like, cause everyone has that thought. Like yeah. Michael and I have had it we're like, oh, it looks easy, but it's not like, can you guys kind of dive in a little bit more and like what the, what am I looking for? Like the logistics of like writing a bar is. Uh, getting started <laughs> is the hardest part. I think back of the days when we used to watch John Taffer and Bar Rescue, and we were like, "Oh yeah, we we got this. We could do that." I forgot yeah. about that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of inspo from that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, what, we aren't a sports bar. No TV screens. Yeah, yeah, learn a lot. Yeah, it's like, uh, I mean, from like you know, w- watching something you know, it's kind of entertaining or silly as that, and taking that and be like, oh, you know, it's like having a comfortable seat really matters and you know, all, all these things that matter. <laughs> My and, butt uh, appreciates that yes. you guys do have comfy yeah. seats. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. That's how we got started. All that furniture is probably from Craigslist. Um, just like having a home. That's right. Uh, but yeah, getting started is just, um, it's just having the motivation to, I think to, to think like, you know what, screw it. Like we just have to do it. And honestly, Getting started here was kind of a last stand for us. Um, it was like this is kind of a do or die situation. Like it's if the, the, this is the our option. Like if we want to own a bar, we have to we have to go now. And um, we tried to you know like I said like we were trying to open you know back in 2019 actually um, in Paso and it I mean what a learning experience. Like it, back then it was mostly uh, me trying to open the bar. And Devin was still working and um, I was still managing Bristol's full time. And man, what a kick in the mouth was it to try to do all that. And, you know, I didn't know <laughs> I what the bet. hell I was yeah. doing mm-hmm. really. And that it was the best learning experience 
definitely got my ass kicked, like trying to figure everything out, the paperwork and, you know, getting licensing and uh, trying to do everything. <laughs> like how many people do I have to fucking pay in order to like <laughs> yeah. to get started? It's actually, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's um, overwhelming. It is. Intimidating. And um, I think that's the hardest part. And what I kind of encouraged us to start was that I kind of realized that no one knows what the fuck they're doing. You just have to, <laughs> you, you, you just it. have to get in there yeah. and find out. And that's mm-hmm. how you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like with all the paperwork, like when I started my photography business, like I asked my parents because they run a business and I'm like, hey, what paperwork do I need? But it's a completely different business. So it's like every little thing needs something different. And like, I'm sure of alcohol licenses, too. It's like so much information to take in. Like, yeah, especially because there's like so many different different types of ABC, like alcohol licensing. And so it's like. People a lot of times don't understand that they can't bring their children to our bar because they're just so used to like the wineries and everything in the local area. But we're like, no, it's different licensing. So it's like, especially compared to like, um, like, I don't know, like a hard alcohol bar. That's like $20,000 difference. Oh, wow. Even no, it's a $200,000. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah. difference. Wow. You know, if you want to get a regular, yeah. if you want a regular liquor license, I mean, twenty thousand still a lot too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's um, and honestly, the the only reason uh we got started was um was because of Devin. Um, I she knew that I wanted to open a bar, <laughs> and you know we the you know like I said we tried to do it back in twenty nineteen. It was it was a terrible idea. Um, I kind of knew it, but I was still trying <laughs> to help. Yeah. yeah. And I I was just like, I just wanted to own my own business so bad. And um, so much so that I made so many mistakes. Uh, but our kind of our motto now is that all of our mistakes got us here. Mm-hmm. And it really did teach us a lot. So, I mean, we had, the, you know, the pandemic started, which was able to get us out of our lease uh, that we already had. And kind of did nothing that's like, a silver lining in a pandemic <laughs> yeah no it was great it saved us you know uh from making a terrible or you know kind of a bad business decision lots and lots of thinking time uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> to figure out what we were gonna do and so funny enough i actually um kind of gave up on it um you know i didn't i didn't know what we were doing it's kind of like you know as a lot of people have experienced through the you know the pandemic and going in in the legitimate quarantine is that time kind of just escaped. And um, eventually, and I was like, well, this isn't, this doesn't last forever. I can't just be unemployed forever. And my a buddy of mine, you know, once we, we were, you know, hanging out and we were just kind of talking like, what the hell are we going to do? And we were playing with the ideas like, you know, maybe we just need to go back to school. Like maybe we'll go we'll, like to the nursing program together or do something. Cause I like, you know, I want to, I want to buy a house. I want to tire someday. Yeah. Like I need to do something. I'm 26 at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what you the feel fuck that I'm going to do. feel pressure of mm-hmm. like, you know, can't, can't get my life going here. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm always like trying to move forward. And this is the most time that I've spent not doing that. So I was, I went home and I told Devin, I was like, Hey, I think I'm going to go back to school. And I think. <laughs> I turned and looked at him and I was like, shut the fuck up. That is the <laughs> dumbest thing you've ever said. I was like, you want to own a bar? Let's go downtown to Tascadero tomorrow. And so we did. And we got our location. Yeah. Oh, and, so, yeah. And, and we have actually a lot of history in this location. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Dive a little bit deeper into that when you're when you're done wrapping up oh, that. Oh, we could yeah. dive into the dive bar that it used hey. to be. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> the puns are on exactly, fire. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, no, it used to be uh, kind of our, that's where we used to go, man. Um, it was Camozzi's. That's just, it was, it was kind of our dive bar. And we, we went there we all the time. Becky. She was the bartender, the owner of it. Yeah. And we just felt comfortable there. We saw all our friends. And so... 
it's kind of nice to like go back into the same establishment and have it look so different from mm-hmm. like what it was and then yeah and able to kind of put our own spin on it so uh yeah we looked at that building and and it just felt like home you're well, like it, we're comfortable <laughs> here this is it well you know and that was the thing I, we were we, at first kind of so intimidated by opening a business like man can we do this can we afford to do this and then we looked into it and we're like damn we actually we can we can make this work you know looking at the rent and looking at what we had to do and man it was it was so stressful trying to get the lease i mean there's people who wanted that spot who are because at first it had a after kamozi's it had a full brewery in it and we were it was like dunbar was it mm-hmm. or okay switched over mm-hmm. to dunbar and, you know, and then during the pandemic, he was just like, see ya. So it's like, you know, he just left that stuff there. And he's like, I, yeah, I'm retiring. And I was hey, like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, <laughs> what do we do? And uh, so uh, we were, you know, so intimidating seeing all that the equipment. It's like, okay, well, how do we make this work? And we looked at the rent. It's like, well, maybe we can make this work. But at the same time, we're like, we don't need a full brewery. Mm-hmm. Like, brewery. We aren't making our own product. Like, we are just supporting other local businesses. And, so like, what are we gonna do with all of this? Yeah. Like, we probably can't afford this, and like, you guys had just... that idea going into it, like what you're like, what it is now. Like, you did you like the thought cross of like doing a brewery or anything, or you're like, eh, no, absolutely not. Uh, no, I uh... he jokes about it sometimes with people, but it was never actually like in the the path of our business. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, basically the goal was it's like okay, we need to get this lease because and we'll just. That's just kind of how I am. She <laughs> very, ba- much, very she, much, though. <laughs> she balances me out because, you know, I'm really, I, uh, I'm i just like, fuck it. We need to get this and we'll deal with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always confident that I'll be able to deal with the repercussions of my own act- actions. So I'm just like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's try as hard as we can to get just this. Just send it. And we will deal with the fucking brewery. And after. I'm like, no, I'm stressed out. I have anxiety. Like, what are you doing? You're too crazy. You're too impulsive. Like, tone it down. Tone it down. Yeah. So it's definitely a balance. Mm-hmm. And it works for us, and that's actually why that's the only reason why we've been successful. Um, mm-hmm. Is that is that balance? Um, so yeah, we went in there and uh, we we barely got. I mean, I don't know. I felt like we barely got the lease, but luckily, I just did all this kind of a year prior, or shit, two two years prior now. Oh wow! So this uh-huh. is this is twenty twenty one. So this is a year after the pandemic started, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and that's when you know I was like, it was go time. You know, for us <laughs> and people wanted this building, you know, and there's people who owned breweries. Um, yeah, there is like three other people that were like also like fighting to get it like the oh, same wow. time and they wanted the brewing equipment. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of ironic that we were the ones that got it and didn't want the brewing equipment. So, so did you guys sell it, make a profit off of it or uh, just if recently you, just recently we okay. had it in storage for months uh yeah it was a process getting the whole system out of there I bet, yeah uh, we were supposed to get it out like way before opening and then it ended up uh failing 10 days before our opening day and so we still had the whole brewery in there and nothing else was done and i was losing my mind I bet, ten, yeah, yeah 10 days before we so 10 days before <laughs> nothing's we ever opened, easy uh, no, no there was still a full fucking brewery in there i mean there's a full brew 13 foot three thousand pound uh, brew house there's like three nine foot probably like 700 pound if not more uni tanks there's a hot liquor tank there's a whole i mean there's it's a it's a top to bottom brewery wow um <laughs> and we had we by happenstance found someone who would be able he said well i'll take it out for a thousand dollars yeah okay 
And then 10 days before we opened, um, he's like, Jake, hey, just kidding. And Devin's yeah. freaking, you know, freaking the fuck oh, I'm out. I'm like ripping my hair oh, off. She's, I'm like crying. I'm like, ah, I started a business. They said it'll be fun. They yeah, said, Cody, this is all your fault. Yeah, she's so pissed at me for like being like, we're going to open July 1st. We need to make money in the summer. And then she's, yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember her just being like, what the fuck? Like, we made us open this really. I'm like, and it's 10 days before we open. So she's like, you know, validated in that. Very much and, so. And, um, and I was like, okay, so we found this guy who's going to take it out. And then 10 days before, he's like, nope, Cody can't do it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Devin wakes up, she comes downstairs, and, you know, and she's in a good mood that morning. <laughs> and you're like, And then so. I was like, hey, want me to ruin uh, your day? And I, like, we're basically in tears. Like, what the hell are we going to mm. do? Oh, geez. And, oh, no, um, we were in tears. And I yeah. was ready to give up. And oh. then we went to Colony Mash Brewing. Yeah. And, and uh, Eric, the owner, saved our asses. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, Eric. If you're listening to this, uh, thank you so much. We, we owe you. we love you so much. We owe so much to him uh, and my my dad. Uh, we uh, we got that. I, I went. We went to him. I, like Devin was like, "What do we need to do?" I was like, "You just need to get ready. And we're gonna go to Colony Mash. That's all we have to do today. And we're gonna fucking so by happy get a beer, get a beer <laughs> just get drunk, ask, figure yes. it out, get a beer and talk about it, and asking for help. And yeah, we went in there, asked him for help, and I was I I was you know he could tell I was distressed. And I was like, Eric, I'm fucked. He's like, Cody, you're never fucked. Like, I'll help you. Aww. And he's like, I'm actually not brewing in the next couple of days. Like, let's meet up tomorrow. Perfect timing. We'll, we'll figure it out. He's like, I've moved big shit before. And I was like, okay. Next day, kind of make a plan. Him, me and my dad, and a keg of his Kolsch beer. <laughs> and we uh, get to work. And sure as shit, with him and a lot of help from some other people, too. Um, we had that brewery out in three days. Wow. That's awesome. And that kind of ties into the whole community theme, like, you know, just the community there to help you guys out. And now you're helping out the community by supporting other ciders and everything, which is incredible. But yeah, no, it's great. We, you know, we, we, we did, we've done so much on our own, but none of it would have been possible without everyone else. Yeah. We have like so much support, like from our friends, families, and then also like the other like bars in the local area that we don't work with. And then the ones that we do work with, it's like, Atascadero is just like on the up and up. And so everyone just like is working together, I feel like. And so it's, we're not in a competition together. We're like trying to yeah. help each other out. You're and just so, like a family with it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we wanted to be in Atascadero. We're like, this is perfect. We need to be here. We love it. Yeah. No. And that's, you know, with every, every you know, we have so many neighbors, you know, that we, you know, love and support, you know, like the, you know, I, I got, my, my sister's working at the rock on tour room just down the street. And, you know, we have friends who, you know, are, who own and work at ancient owl and, you know, buddies who've helped us, you know, like fossil wine bar, you know, Paul was even, you know, getting advice from him. Um, and it, all of those people made us feel better, you know, um, That's awesome. yeah. and, and getting started, you know, they know how it is. They're all business owners and, um, like it's really fucking tough, but we're here for <laughs> I you. Can tell like, you. Yeah. It, so we did it. Uh, we opened it up in uh, three months. Oh, the worst wow. three months of our lives. Oh, I cannot, man. And people are like, what the fuck? What do you mean? And we're just like, I, we just, we had to. It's like know? our opening day video. We like posted in the caption, like three months of literally like blood, sweat and tears. And it was like, <laughs> you think they were kidding, but that was all true. There's yeah. so many tears, so much sweat. And it was just so much work to get done. And like crunch mode like yeah. three months it was you're like you know why our walls are red it's because yeah. we're blood yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. oh, no, those got painted like literally the night before we opened wow. like some of them because of all the brewing equipment that we had to get out that's like, insane wow it was stressful yeah <laughs> yeah you had to take down a wall and like the like the third day of taking out the brewing equipment i had to knock down a wall and put it back up the same day and then i had a buddy <laughs> come by and and freaking 
patch it. And then we, and then before we were opening, you know, we had to repaint that wall. Like, yeah. Wow. That damn wall. <laughs> you yeah. probably look at it. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I feel sick. <laughs> well, from a returning customer every week, like we absolutely love it. You guys created such an amazing environment where you just feel comfortable. And I'm glad you guys like don't have TVs or, or anything. Cause like we made friends there. Yeah. Like, like you guys and slides and other people. It's like, it's such a community feel like I think that's the theme of this podcast is community, but it's yeah. such a great feeling to go there. Like, you know what? Let's go. And like, we didn't usually drink that much before, but now we do. But sorry, we have sorry. To, no, it's, <laughs> that's, that's our, that's our, that's our job. No, it's well, to trick you. Into we it. also like try to create like a different environment than the yeah. other local bars. And so it's cool. Like you go into the rock on tour room and like there's records everywhere and like they have like a different vibe and everything in there. And then you go to ancient owl. It's very bright and like open and then you come into ours and it's very moody and like dark <laughs> and like we don't have TVs or games, but it's like, but it's so like you have like people you enjoy to enjoy the yeah. space and then, yeah, hang out with people and enjoy like being here for what we have instead of yeah. like, I don't know what we don't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we've had, you know, some customers be like, so when are you going to get TVs in here? And it's like, oh, God, never, like, never, never, man. Like, <laughs> that's what your home's for. Go by. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like, what if? Like, what about the Super Bowl? It's like, we, we fucking closed, man. Like, we, <laughs> we enjoyed we, we, the Super Bowl. We went and drank beers. And yeah, like, we're going to have day. fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, that's just not our vibe. And it, it would take you out of that, you know, dim, uh, moody tavern uh, experience that, you know, we love. And that, that we created. Like, we worked so hard to create. Yeah, like, every you know, everything in there was done intentionally. Like, every decoration and the, the lighting and the paint. and um, A lot of DIY. <laughs> yeah, a lot of DIY uh, projects, and a lot of you know, like like she was saying earlier. Uh, Devin, she's a, a Craigslist hawk. You know, she, oh, I had so much fun. It was yeah, it was so much fun. Like when we couldn't do anything at the bar, like because we couldn't do a lot until all the brewing got out, and so it was like, okay, what what can I do? I, I I'm really good at Craigslist. So I like, let's go. And yeah, we we made trips all over for. Everything yeah, that's would, in there. I try to time it and be like, okay, I'm gonna call this person, call this person, see if I need to get this chair and I need to get this table and I need to get this uh like uh vintage mirror and all this stuff. Uh you know, and they're all in South County, so I'd make a big trip, go up there with the truck and go sweep it up and come back. So how did you guys like originally come up with like the theme and like the name? Did you guys have other ideas or did this just like the idea to start with? So when I was um at bristles and i knew that i wanted to open a bar we went through a million ideas probably like we used like oh how about a cocktail bar which would have been insane you know don't have <laughs> enough experience or or the money to start, to start yeah. one two hundred fifty thousand um, dollars right <laughs> no um and then we talked about a lot of things you know and like you know a lot of the beer bars and you know like these craft and having, you know, craft beer and craft uh, everything is kind of what I wanted to do at first. And I don't really, you know, what it started out with is when we were first going to go in Paso, um, kind of our big realization was that there's no cider there. Besides, you know, there's Tin City, but, you know, no one really, I mean, sure, Tin City, that whole area is in Paso, but it's not... That's not like the Paso experience. It's like it's, it's not like own. the downtown Paso. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like its own area. Yeah, it's like its own like community. And, and like, yeah. again, and I think that's <laughs> why super cool. But yeah. it's not. We don't consider it like Paso. I consider yeah. it like Templeton kind of. It's, they're like, so yeah. close, and it's kind yeah. of its own like little Disneyland of alcohol over that's there. That's true. Great. Yeah, and that's why I think they're so successful. And mm -hmm. um, so I was like, well, man, like, what if we brought some cider to Paso? Like, there's none. 
not there's no cider bar, there's no cidery. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was going to be. It was going to be a simple nine tap little tasting room for cider. And so he really wanted cider in the name. So when people would Google our name, it that would we would up. pop up first. Yeah. But just nothing was really, I didn't really like anything. Yeah, but. all my ideas were for names were not good. They were <laughs> what good. were some of them? Oh, God. I wasn't going to put you under the bus. No, no, it's good. No, it's, you're it's, going it's under good. the bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you go uh, It was like, like I said, I wanted cider in the name cause just for people to like, Type it in and be like, oh, we're Cider and Paso. And then we'd be the only thing that popped up. So I was like, Cider Society or like Cider Stop or something. That's not t- bad. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> it feels, feels bad. I mean, now but it then, does. But then, you know, and Devin was just like. We no. should be the poisoned apple. It's like, you know, you say pick your poison. And so that's like yeah. one of our little hashtags that we use on all of our social media and whatnot. Oh, I never noticed that. That's cool. Oh, yeah. yeah so that's it's genius. Like pick your poison, you know, because like you use that for like libations and everything. And like, mm-hmm. it's just what people say. And then we are also like Disney fans. And so we grew up watching all those movies. And so like in our bar, you could see the subtle nods to like Snow White, you know, like mirror, mirror on the wall. So we have like the mirrors, mirrors on the wall. But we didn't want to go over the top Disney and like throw it in your yeah, face. But, but it's like, like classy. It's classy. Yeah, Disney. we yeah. try to make it like an adult oh, version. Yeah, no, no, no one, no one can definitely tell that it was like maybe Brothers Grimm inspired. Um, There's but, a few people that say it, but yeah, they see the kind of the dripping apple. Yeah, yeah. but it's like it has that dripping apple skull kind of almost carved into it. It looks, it looks, you it's know, so badass. Yeah, no, and that's you know, and the, re- the only reason we have that is because Devin came up with the poisoned apple, and I was like, Jesus, that is fucking perfect. Like, <laughs> like, especially you know, um, and that was you know, that was years ago for the small kind of the small spot that we we're gonna do, and um, then when we started to do this, when we really want to tackle this again, we're like, okay, let's start a bar. And I was like, shit, let's just do the same concept. Let's do the cider thing. Like, we can do that here. Like. We can do that on Tascadero. Were you guys thinking like downtown Paso before or like whereabouts in Paso? It was like- uh, in the Paso Market Walk. And we actually okay. had yeah, more people to thank. Uh, Brittany and Mateo, who own Momotaro Ramen. They're not sponsoring this podcast, but they are also <laughs> fantastic. We they can. Yeah they, yeah, they, yeah, they can. Uh, They're kind of the ones that got Cody started on the whole idea in the first place because they were opening up their ramen shop there. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, we uh, they used to do catering at Bristol's. And so we just yeah. became... They're some of our best friends. We love them to death. We respect the hell out of them. Um, they, you know, and Mateo and I just, uh, re- you know, just really, really get along. And he was just like, come on, man. He's like, just fucking do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. He's like, I'm doing it. I'm like, come on. And you know, don't be a bitch kind of like start a business. I'm like, okay. And, uh, so he was a huge inspiration. Like, you know, fuck if he, you know, Mateo can do it, um, for his concept. Like I can do, like, I know cider, like I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been managing this bar for four years or whatever it was, you know? And, um, so having them kind of so they're in the Paso Market Walk doing the ramen and so that was the only that's really the only reason why we were going to go there is to kind of be next to them maybe yeah. support each other definitely and um it didn't work out for us but man they're it wor- really worked out for them they're they're doing mm-hmm. very well over there nice I gotta try them out sounds good I want ramen now yes, <laughs> yeah yes. well we're gonna take a quick break here get a couple more sips in and then we will be back shortly hang tight guys while we're taking a quick break from the podcast we have a word from one of our sponsors it's time to visit American Barn and Wood in Paso Robles for all your barn wood needs. American Barn and Wood has been serving the Central Coast and points beyond for the past 10 years. Owners John and Kara supply homeowners and professionals with a large variety of Midwestern reclaimed barn wood, beams, planks, barn sidings, doors, and architectural pieces. With the beauty of old growth wood, customers can create a warm age or modern look for their home or business. 
American Barn Wood has an assortment of various dimensional wood perfect for fireplace mantles, ceiling beams, farmhouse tables, open shelving, and so much more. Come explore their reclaimed wood lumberyard and industrial spaces. This is a family-owned business that prides itself on top-notch customer service and reasonable prices. Create a unique look for your home, studio, office, or business with authentic barn wood from American Barn & Wood, located on 3460 La Cruz Way in Paso Robles. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook or visit their website at AmericanBarnandWood.com. Thank you, American Barn & Wood, for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. If you are a business owner yourself and like to place one of these ads in a podcast, keep an eye out on our Instagram. I'll be offering different packages very soon. You can also shoot me an email to smallbusinesssips at gmail.com for more info. Now back to the podcast. Alrighty, and we are back. So I kind of want to lean into a little bit you're talking about. So your friend Mateo, he's like, if you can, if I can do it, anyone can do it. So I kind of really believe that like if you set your mind to something, you can really start your own business or achieve anything. Do you have any advice for entrepreneurs or that Ted Mosby, Barney Stinson out there being like, let's buy a bar? Uh, yeah. Um, just find the thing that you're, uh, that you like, wh whatever it is. So for him, it was cooking for me. It was drinking. I mean, I mean, bartending <laughs> and, um, both. uh, yeah, both. And you just, you, you just have to have the, the gumption to just to do it. And you, if you don't, if you don't take the risk and you're too afraid to fail, there's no chance of success. And we did fail. I mean, we failed big, you know, first time around, and and it felt terrible, and it felt bad, and it fucking hurt. And but, you know, getting kicked in the mouth will teach you so much. And um, and you know, at the time, it didn't feel like it was worth it. I mean, I remember, you know, almost breaking down and be like, I just, I think I just fucking ruined our lives. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like honestly, I, I was like, shit, I think I just I totally screwed us. And, hey, I um, never said it. She never said it. She, never said it. Um, she was just thinking it. And, no, no it, was, no, it was me. And I was like, fuck, this is gnarly. And then, um, you know, a year later, um, here we are. Or, I mean, from then, from the failure, from the big failure. And, um, you know, the, the advice that I can give, I guess, all around is that no one knows what the fuck they're doing. Uh, you just have to, you, and neither do you. And that's okay. You just go in ask people questions. If you don't know like what paperwork you need, like you need to start calling people and, and you'll probably call the wrong people. And then you call and you, it's just, it's and pay trying. fees you don't need to pay and yeah, lose you're, money. You're just, <laughs> you, you just try over and over and over and over and over. And, um, and you're never going to feel ready. You will never feel ready to go. And you just have to do it. You just have to pull the trigger and jump in. I mean, our, our first day open, I felt like a complete dumbass behind my own bar. Like, Did you have like imposter syndrome be like, what am I doing here? Or like, I don't belong here. Oh, I'm a business owner. Am I? Am I not? Like, well, do you have also, that feeling? First opening day, we weren't entirely ready to open until 30 minutes before we opened the doors. <laughs> I mean, I, think. I mean, we were working so hard. We had some of our uh, best friends helping us the night before. Uh, we were there until six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning. We wow. opened our doors at 2 p.m. the next day. So we went home. Um, Devin uh, cried. I, I cried myself cried to sleep. I went and took a shower. I laid down on the shower floor, just like in a ball, like, what the fuck? And <laughs> and then I was, I was so tired and just exhausted. I mean, we've been, I've been working, you know. But like we had 12. the best team that was like there until like three o'clock in the morning. Like some of them, some of them there till like midnight, like just helping us get everything ready for opening day. Yeah. And so it was like, we're just exhausted. 
<laughs> yeah. And I, so I just like took them, took that shower and I went back to work and you know, families, you know, I, I had, I just had too much stuff to do. And, and my family was like, Cody, you need, you know, I, I, they saw me up in the morning. Like, did you go to bed? And I was like, no, I'm like you need to go to bed. I was like, I don't have time. And so I, <laughs> we didn't, you know, and. But luckily we had his sister Lacey there and she helped us bartend our opening day. And she was on top of it, just helping like the first customers. And we we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. Like yeah. we, we were more nervous and she's like, okay, I got this. And we're is she like, the one that works at the Rocketeur room? Yeah, uh, right. she is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's, she's fantastic. She did she's, great. And she like helped all the first customers. And Aww. we're like, thank God she's here. Like, we don't, we look like, like little cider. Yeah. Here you go. We look like children. We're like, what do we, I, know the first, I don't know. First customers come in. I'm like, hi, uh, welcome to the poison apple. They were like waiting outside. It was cute. Like they like heard about us. Aww. And so they were like waiting outside, like open or waiting for us to open the doors. And so it was like, oh my goodness, like this is actually <laughs> happening. Like how yeah. weird. Yeah, we were waiting for you guys for a while. Like um, everyone I work at the coffee shop with, we were like looking out the window, like, oh my God, the sign went up. It's the poison apple. Oh my God, we gotta go, we gotta go. And like, already open it, already open it. Like we were waiting for it too. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, that's awesome. We were, we were, we were waiting too, but uh, yeah. definitely different feelings there. It was, um, it was terrifying, you know, and we got our, Asses hand to, handed to us that night, but in the in the best way possible. Uh, people were loving it. We were we were cruising, and then like, you know, for me, I, I can I can't speak for David, but I can speak for myself <laughs> that after the first day being open and just getting totally destroyed. Oh, it was awful. One of our POS systems, the portable one, was not working, and so we all had to use the front one. Oh, geez. And we Three were slammed. people using the same, like, oh. all of us like, were of using course, the same, uh, you know. It's like something has to go wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Every, it would yeah. be opening day if something doesn't uh, go wrong. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then our friends, Brittany and Mateo, they came after hours after we were done, and they fixed it in like three seconds. I know, seconds Brittany was like, oh, you just had to do this. And I was like, damn it. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have tried to make that portable POS system work two hours before we fucking opened. But, it's you know, fine. It's fine. <laughs> or even less than that. Oh, <laughs> Or whatever. So do you guys like, are you, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so you're like, you kind of had like the feeling like, what the fuck are we doing here? Or what, you know, what's going on? Has that feeling gone away? Have you had a moment? Like, is there a certain day it clicked? You're like, wow, we own a fucking business. This is ours. Like, have you had a moment like, okay, this is good. This is a thing. This is awesome. <laughs> I think for me, it still hasn't really set in. Mm-hmm. For, for me, for day him. one. Yeah. Day one, did, yeah. after we, after we, I like. Love the confidence. <laughs> on, uh, that's, that's, that's typically how I feel for the most part, that everything's going to be fine. Like, I'll be, like, I'll just handle it. And like, what I, or I'll deal with the consequences, you know? So it's like, we opened our first day, got our asses kicked and we handled it. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Made some made some money that we really needed back, um, and everyone was happy. And I was like, "Well, shit! It doesn't get much busier than that." And like we were shoulder to shoulder inside and outside, and I was like, "We can do this with three people in one POS system. Like <laughs> we can do anything. We can't fail." It's yeah. like that's. I mean, like what? What? Well, there's nothing else to be afraid of. So if after day one, I was fine. Yeah, I was like, like let's we, go. Yeah, Bring we, it. we can do it. So have you guys had like? any like in like crazy days that matched up to that because i know like you guys just did saint patrick's day and like we were there and it looked insane it was awesome so much fun but like is there like a certain day that was like the busiest of busiest like okay we're drowning but we're doing this or (laughs) well yeah so like opening night was really fucking nuts and then also the next weekend we um paul from fossil that we were talking about earlier he actually waited to do the pub crawl that they do in a tascadero for (laughs) us until after we opened and ancient owl opened and so that was really cool. And so our second weekend being open was probably our busiest night. 
like busier or was it busier opening? I think it may have been busier with uh, people. Uh, sales were very comparable, but like the first night, you know, people are just buying shirts like like left and right. Yes, uh, lots so of support think, the first night. Nice. Uh, so I think that, you know, um, we probably had more more bodies in the building, probably more pine support on the pub crawl night. It was nuts, you know, people coming in. It's a lot of people just coming in for one so they can make their rounds because for the pub crawl, you get your little passport and, mm, and you, like, you take hit. a glass around and stuff. Yeah. Well, okay. No, um, you just go and get a, like a puncher, like a mark oh, for okay. every bar. Mm-hmm. Like, so you want four of them to get entered into the raffle and like mm-hmm. every business donates like a few like, um, like prizes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And actually, funny enough, there's going to be another one the day this episode releases. So oh, April first. April first. Hey. There's a. <laughs> so come down to a Tascadero and join the the pub crawl. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Get your passports. Get out there tonight. Go go go. Yeah. <laughs> well, very cool. So you you guys always do like holiday like um, events and everything, and there's so much fun. Like, are those like intimidating to do, or do, are, you, are you guys having fun with it? I really enjoy doing the events, but. I also get very stressed out during the events. There's a lot of planning that goes into it. So we've been already like planning our one year anniversary party. Like mm-hmm. we're just coming up like with ideas and like what we could do. And then Halloween, we're like, oh, it fits our like dark moody vibe. Yeah. And like you don't need we, to decorate. Your yeah, gift. we just like love Halloween. Well, so we did. did we yeah. did decorate a lot, but it was great. You can like, keep the decorations up and stuff. I, we yeah. do have some up still that we never took down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. We've always been like the party planners, I feel like, in our friend group. Yeah. And so we've always just thrown it's parties. kind of bled into it and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like it was just. Yeah, we're very used to it. Yeah. <laughs> we're just good at it. Well, and, um, you know, and the thing with the. Uh, I, I, I love it too. And Devin really loves being festive. And uh, so do I now. Like, because why not? Like, I. It's think, fun to have fun. Yeah, it's like it's fun yeah. to fucking have fun. <laughs> like on like, St. Patty's Day, we did like the pines of gold, you know, and like we put like the glitter in there, and like a lot of people were like, "Oh," and like save that. And it's like you don't want to have fun. That's original. Like it's like like green beer, like everyone yeah, else is doing, we, which is cool though too. Yeah. But oh, hell like, yeah. yeah, I'm green like, beer's hey. great. Yeah, yeah, which we've done we plenty have, of times. Yeah, but, but that pot like, of gold was genius. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna do something <laughs> different. So that's like my whole concept, and so. I, that's probably some advice that I would give to the people that want to start their own business. Like, yeah, just stand your ground and do what you want to do. Yeah, and don't believe let, in it. Do it. Yeah. Don't let people like tell you, you need to do this. You have to have this. That's what I'm so sick of hearing. I'm so like, no. 100%. Devin is 100% right. I'm so sick thing, of it too. Yeah. The, the one thing that you need to know in starting your own business and especially with your, you know, a significant other or a friend is that everyone else can go fuck themselves. Everybody. <laughs> like you, 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 you have to yeah you have to believe in your product and obviously you mm-hmm. have to have a good product and yeah you know you have to be friendly and you have to be nice and you have to make people feel welcome but you don't need to listen to a damn person you don't need to listen to your friends or your family or you don't need to listen to your even a cu- a potential customers because if the customers are coming into you into your business and they don't like what you are offering you don't it's okay. It's yeah. okay if you'd be like, you know what? You don't owe them anything. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, and you know, cause there's so many other, there's other options for them too. Like you don't have to be everybody's option and that's, mm-hmm. it creates the balance, especially in a task order. There's so much to do. Yeah. So, you know, there, there has been people who are like, you know, this is. Oh, what? first opening. That was like so hard to hear. It was like, I just put my whole soul and everything into this like establishment. Yeah, it's and, like, this little light you created. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we, we literally did all of this and then we just have people coming in and just like shitting all over us. Like, well, why aren't you doing this? Why don't you have this? And it's like, we want you to be here for what we have. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to do like the gimmicky, like, oh, we'll come in and get this. And it's like, yeah. no, 
No. So and then then you you find the people. You find the people that come in and they're excited and they're pumped and they're they want the same things that you want. Now you have these regulars and these customers that are supporting you every like weekly or sometimes even daily. And they uh, <laughs> no names. No, yeah, I won't, I won't tell. I won't name drop Adam. Uh, uh, no, like he's there every time we're there. Like, okay. <laughs> um, and, and Cody, thank you for being our first regular. I love you. Uh, not that's not me, Cody. Another Cody. They get so uh, confusing. Oh my gosh! I know, there's too many, so many Codys in the cider world. And like, no, no joke. Uh, but yeah, no. Devin is 100 percent right. Like you, you can't worry about what you can't ever, please everyone. You can't, so don't mm-hmm. try. Don't try to yeah. please everyone. You please yourself. You know, you. That's gross. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No, do not do that in the poison. No, you will get 86 so quick. Uh, Real fast. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's. What a, and like what a learning experience is to like be comfortable telling people, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Like, so like, this is what we have and this is what we're yeah. going to do. And I, it, it took a little bit, like probably the first two months was hard <laughs> telling people that we didn't serve Coors Light. I'm like, <laughs> never so, going no, to, I'm never, stop going asking. To. <laughs> never will. Stop yeah. fucking asking me to put a pool table in here. And it's like, where are people supposed to sit? Oh, yeah. we hear that all the time. Really? Like, pool tables, TVs, Coors Light. You're like, go across the street. Yeah. People. We're like, like yeah. these bars exist. <laughs> Yeah. But we are trying to be different. Yeah, there are, so, yeah. There stop. Are, there are literally fantastic <laughs> options for you. Like, you know, there's Colony Tavern across t- town. He has like three pool tables in there. It's like, that, that, and which is fantastic. It's yeah. cool. You, like, and that works yeah. for him. And, That's and, his and, thing. And, yeah. and you should go there, right? Yeah. And there's great, it's like, oh, well, I want this kind of beer. And it's like, well, Ancient Isles, 24 taps of beer. Mm-hmm. And go you there. should go there. Yeah. And you should support them. I mean, it's like, oh, I like I, you guys should do more live music. It's like, Rack on Tour Room does music every Friday and Saturday, and you yeah. should yeah. go there. I mean, you should come here mostly, but <laughs> you should but. See, like. There's so many amazing. So, um, all in all, uh, I think Atasco has a kind of a robust uh, kind of craft drinking crowd. And even if it's not craft, there's an, there's enough things to do, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all there. And so, we're 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 proud to kind of stick to our cider and our mead and we have you know the thing is we have great things like with the cider and the mead and the wine we do have amazing beer you know some kilo kilo and colony mash on tap mm-hmm. some good, really good friends of ours and thing and a whole slew of beer and cider and mead and can and bottle you got options and, yeah and, yeah so just it's not like, course like yeah just because it's like if you can't find something here i, d- I don't think we can help I, you. I don't think we, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Tw- this is not your place. With 20, with 21 taps and like a shitload in the fridge and you don't like any of it, like, I, I, I don't know what to say. There's no pleasing you. There's no you. So that's kind of like, uh, goes into like a question that I have on the sheet here. It's um, with people like, you know, shitting on you and everything. Well, not literally, but you know what I mean. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so that goes into like a question of like. <laughs> I please myself I while please they shit on me. <laughs> Like, why did you please yourself? <laughs> um, like, so what's like, uh, where is it? What is like an insult that you're proud of? You're just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so one of them is like, yes, we will never serve Coors Light. Yeah. We get over it. We will get never have out. TVs. We'll never have pool tables. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. And the thing is, it's like some of these people act like like we're offending them as if I don't like Coors Light. It's like, I like, I, I drink that. Sometimes and like I like on the lake or something. I like throwing some Kamado in there, like while I'm barbecuing. It's yeah. summer or yeah. like doing a construction project. But you do with my that at dad, home or you know? when you're off, like not when you're right. out in a special place. Yeah, yeah. And believe it or not, you can go to the gas station, buy it for twenty dollars. You'll get fucking thirty of them. <laughs> <laughs> you can collect them all. <laughs> yeah, eight dollars a pint for so, Coors Light at the Poison. Yeah. Do you, you want to pay that? I don't think so. so it's I, like I'll take your money, but yeah. I think the 
and that's the thing. I think that is the the best insult is that it's like, why don't you have the best insult is why don't you have more beer here? And the reason it's the best insult is because I was going to, um, I was, a fr- it, so <laughs> it was a brewery. And this is kind of the De- you know, Devin's thing. I steered you know, him away from it. She's really the reason why we are so successful and why our niche works so well. I like being different. Yes. And <laughs> uh, yeah. when we first started, obviously we were going to be cider focused and, um, have a, you know, you know, I think we typically have seven to 10 ciders on tap at a time. And depending like what, what other crazy concoctions we have, like whether it's fermented kiwis and fermented plums or you know whatever the hell um which is so I, awesome I, we love going there like what yeah what is the plums it's not, not no pleasing you or anything <laughs> not like pleasing yourself <laughs> yeah. um but uh yeah i was i was actually gonna go i was gonna do uh five five taps of beer and um you know or nine taps of cider and three taps of meat the which is ferment for those who don't know, it's fermented honey. It's one of the oldest fermented beverages in the world. And the reason we did the opposite, three taps of beer and five meads, and that, that was all Devin. She uh Good she, call. She was, yeah, yeah, thank you. I was like, there's enough beer here. Like the Raconteur, Ancient Owl, like yeah. you know, like well, everywhere you these, go, you can get beer anywhere. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of beer. And so I like we're already cider focused, and which is so unique to a lot of people that are just like, What is this? And so like having mead is just like another thing that is like makes us very unique to other people you know and, and, and it car it carves our niche out because i know well, now we have like mead regulars like we have groups that just <laughs> literally come in for the mead and yeah. it's so cool and we're like oh it's mead group we are, yeah we, we, are, we are slinging so much mead that it's like oh shit. st patty's day was really? so much mead and fun. like so awesome. much yeah. gold pints and then the bagpipes and everything it was a, it was a fun time that was so much fun <laughs> yeah my favorite part was when the bagpipe player was playing and there's like three dogs outside they're all turning their heads like what the hell oh, is yeah. that <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> yeah. Where do you guys like find like the bands? Because I never heard of, was it Five Parts Devil that yeah. was playing? Like I never heard of them. Like how do you guys find the bands and stuff that you have? Um, so like we don't, we don't do live music too often. Just uh, when we feel, honestly, it's like whenever, we, whenever, whenever it pleases us, <laughs> uh, whenever, you know, we're going to, we want to do an event or something like that. And um, luckily, Atascadero has a lot of events going on already. And so we do get a backpack off those. But Cody did a lot of, planning for the music at bristols when he was there mm-hmm. so it's nothing new to you then he has a lot yeah. of connections mm-hmm. and so yeah i started their music kind of program over there because oh, at bristols is so hard because it was uh it's such a great product and uh such a great space but it's so out, so far out of the way from downtown and how do you can you can have the best um you can have the best drink in the world but if no one knows that you're there then you can't sell any of it and so that my whole thing was and like you know talking with the owners it's like i'm gonna have we, we need to have music here every you know every night at bristol's like yeah so that's what i did oh, and, wow. and um not every night sorry every weekend oh, so, like, dang. but i mean there was, a point, t- there, there was a point in time it was, it was like, like thursday it was thursday Saturday. i mean there's some nights jam bands on sundays yeah, like some weekends it'd be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, something like that, you know. Yeah. The party was, never stops. It, yeah, and it was <laughs> great. And it got, and I really think that, um, you know, Bristol's, you know, obviously helped springboard me into getting into the, the industry. But in the cider, cider industry in whole, like knowing that that cider doesn't have to taste like Angry Orchard. Like cider can be this mm-hmm. amazing, cool, dry kind of strong alcoholic yeah. beverage that anyone don't realize how strong it it's is so strong that's <laughs> why you like, start riding our bikes like like apple juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's a uh, you know having those music connections are, are uh it, it helped a little bit but we we uh you know likewise this is Devin again uh she is like we didn't want to be um a live music venue 
Because, have, you know, Br- Bristol's has that, like, raconteur room. Yeah. Like, you have these amazing options already. And you want to, like, share, like, the love of all of them and stuff. You don't want to take away from, like, one to the other, kind yeah. of. Yeah, we're not trying yeah. to copy and paste exactly. something that yeah. I, I've already done before. Maybe, like, someone wants, like, a more mellow vibe. Like, come to our mm-hmm. spot. Like, you, it's not always loud and, like, crazy. Like, sometimes you can just chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, chill no. and ha- get drunk. Yeah. yeah. And, and Enjoy also, good food from slides. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, from slides. Oh, love you guys. Uh, but, yeah, no, having, uh, you know, and we do have the benefit of being downtown and having friends at the Rock on Tour room and Having friends at Ancient Owl and Fossil and and making new ones as we go and having them send people and being like, you know, it's kind of a running joke at Ancient Owl, um, Larry, you know, owners and Yash for the manager, you know, we love them to death. And, um, you know, Larry always always telling me, it's like, well, like they'll, people go to Ancient Owl, you know, and they'll be like, what's your best cider? <laughs> And they, they don't serve anything there. Because they, yeah. licensing again. Oh, they legally can't. It's a whole different field. Well, that's then, why yeah. they're family friendly, too. Mm, and so we okay. are. And so he's like, oh, funny enough, we actually uh, keep all of our cider across the street. <laughs> at the Poisoned um, Apple. At the, it's, called, it's at the Poisoned Apple. You should definitely go there. And so it's uh, there's so much love to be had. That's awesome. In, the, in this little craft uh, craft community. And um, and if if any business didn't want to be a part of that love, like I really don't think they would do well because I mean it, it really yeah. is like you can't be we, selfish in it. Yeah, yeah. We, we all try to support each other, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's what makes it so much fun, you know. And you know, like our we have so much like, and we do have the benefit of being downtown, so we're trying to get people like even to where I used to work at Bristol's, and especially you know Colony Mash, who's a a newer brewery in the area, and he's got to love him to death, and his sisters slinging out great food over there too. So I'm like, hey, like you know check these places out and well, that's what they we do like on our social media a lot it's like if you like go on our social media you'll see like our whole process and like our whole journey but then also all the shout outs that we give to all the companies that we do work with and like the ones that we owe like so much support to and everything Definitely, it's yeah. like we were like go follow them like go check them out like please like we yeah. need them to do good for us to do good because they need to stay in business for us to be in business <laughs> yeah i want more of that beer i want yeah. more of that cider like give me more yeah. like and then they yeah. come up with like more crazy like unique flavors and everything because they're getting more in business and so it, it really just helps everyone out and that Definitely. was like our whole goal with all of it yeah, yeah. I think that's really important because like one of my biggest pet peeves is like when like I'm networking and stuff and you're talking to someone and you can just tell like they're just in it from themselves. And it's like, I get it. You're trying to like sell your business. But that's also why I started this podcast because it's just like, let's get the word out there about everyone, yeah. share the love. And like, but you want you you're able to tell when people really care about the community and it's not just like, well, me, 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 money, yeah. money, money. And it's like, which is you can tell. And I don't go to those places. But if you guys are like, hey, like, you know, like, let's support everyone and everything here, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. All right, and we're going to take another quick break here. Uh, hang tight, grab your favorite beverage. We are going to be back soon. So I do want to ask you guys, what is your favorite thing that you've had and what is your least favorite thing that you've had on tap? Oh, man. Favorite thing is going to be, is going to be hard. Um, Not to single anyone out. <laughs> no, no I, have, I have no problem telling everyone what I think. Um, <laughs> you know, man. It's it's hard because since we do have such a variety, um, everything's always so like for the most part we have a lot of the same companies, but it'll be a different like varietal or a different type from companies. So it's like our menus have changed. I don't even know how many times. Like I, I could tell you, like you know, there's there's definitely some um, heavy hitters there, and you know we brought some Shindig here, and Shindig is a heavy hitter as far as we're concerned. Always does well with the public, does well with 
damn well with us and our caterers, you know, and slinging <laughs> yeah, a lot of shindig. It's not the only thing I drink. I promise sometimes <laughs> I switch it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's easy. It's an easy decision. Yeah. Well, it's just, and, it goes perfectly with everything and whatever slides is serving too. I'm like, oh, this goes great yeah. with the dinner. I just love like, the yeah. tart apple. It's like, yeah. I, like a grainy smooth apple. I'm just like, this is perfect. <laughs> And then uh, we, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I love the pineapple Kelsey. You know, I drink that a lot. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just uh, really, it's still dry, and you still get a pineapple flavor. It, it wasn't something I thought that I would like, and I just, I drink it constantly. Um, and then making the, you know, we kind of have a thing with Bristol's, and we, uh, we make, they, they help us like make some ciders, and I'll, I'll go over there and we, I'll, you know, pick out a variety. I was like, hey, you know, our very first one was like, hey, can I have 100% Granny Smith? I'm like, sure. Uh, then. Hey, can I have 100% rock, Roxbury Russet? You know, like, yeah, let's do that. And so we're able to show off these single varietals. And those ones are always kind of a favorite for me, too, like showing what a single varietal can do. And right now, we're, we're talking with, uh, you know, one of the cider makers, Weston, good friend of ours, um, makes great cider. Uh, working with him and trying to make something special, hopefully soon. We'll see. This could be a lie, but uh, really, we, we really are trying to make something uh, special come back soon. There's, there's. Oh, it's this... on the podcast now. We're holding it to you. Yeah, that's fine. Please do, please do. And I, I'll have no problem uh, lying to you and then disappointing you once you show up at the Poison Apple. Um, but there's a cider that we had on tap when we first opened, and it was from Bristol's, and um, people loved it, loved it. Nick. And so, Nick, Nick, uh, Robin, uh, Wildfields, talking to you now. Um, I love and, all the shout-outs. Yeah, all the shout-outs. So many, so many cool people in the in this industry. We told everyone about this. We told everyone about this cider, and it's been a year now. Or, you know, we're coming up on a year. And uh, it would just be really cool to release that cider again. So we're kind of talking with one of the cider makers, and we're going to try to make that happen. So um, stay tuned. You might be disappointed, but probably not. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Oh, and least, least favorites. Favorite. Uh, I. Ah, oh, so many. There's we have so many terrible products at the Boys of Apple. <laughs> so it's many. Like, so it's not. I, that's no. Um, no, no. That's what's the the, the cool thing about having um, such a a variety is that I I don't have to like everything that I serve. I don't have to be in love with it. And I've gotten some things. I won't name some of these things, but I've gotten some <laughs> products um, where I, I I got it and I tasted it. And I was like, oh shit, like this is, this is not what I wanted. Like, or this is, is uh, I was like, oh, not what fuck, I thought you would be or something. How, yeah. How, I've actually had one I was like, how do I serve this? Like, this <laughs> oh no. Like, this is abhorrent. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, it, you know, it just sells out. It's, it's people love it. I'm Everyone like, Everyone has different tastes. It's so, so crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that really shows at our spot. It's like, oh, some of the meads, they are great, but it's like the smell of them. And it's like, mm-hmm. I want to tell people, like, don't smell it first. But then if you say that, they're like, oh, I have to smell it. I'm I know. Like, I got smell it. Oh, I do not. I do not recommend that. <laughs> and, I told you not to. And, and, but the taste is always so much better. It's like, uh, I don't know. And Devin but, also has like a dog nose. She's a, oh, yeah. she's a super smeller. So, super smell. you know, she'll, she'll smell, like for me, like she'll be like, oh, that smells crazy. And I'm like, that, that, that smells, that smells fine with the, with the <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's. Other people smell it too, though. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 They do. They do. They do. <laughs> so speaking of dogs you guys are dog friendly and you have the trio like she's not here of us but miss mary jane oh yeah she is employee <laughs> of the month every month i promise one day we were gonna get a picture of her up and it's gonna say employee of the month and she is the tug of war master and she is basically always at the poison apple begging for food uh, begging for tug of war yep. you know and uh it's been great and as a 
a huge thing for us to be able to bring, you know, our, our, our dog to work. And, our baby. Yeah, our baby. <laughs> and, and then uh, we love seeing everyone else's babies, too. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, sorry, in. don't bring your human babies, but, but bring your fur unless they're babies. 21 and over. That's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> but your fur babies, totally welcome. <laughs> and as long as they're good and love other dogs, and our dog could be kind of weird sometimes, but she goes behind the bar and she's chill. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> she's gotten so much better, and she's just very happy to see everyone, and she's just like... Loves all the little dogs that come in, and then there's Topher now. It mm-hmm. slides, and there's their best buddies. Uh, there's so many dogs yeah. that are just like regulars now too, and so that's really cool. <laughs> we joke around like that she's the ba- bouncer of the bar because like she like wa- watches the doors like who, wait who's there are you are you good are you yeah. chill? <laughs> I know first customer of the day she always has to bark and it's like what are you doing like you know exactly that there's like. What's happening yeah, here? I have to, to yell at them and then I'm going to go grab my toy and try to play tug of war with them. Yeah. She just has to make herself known. And she's like, okay, look at this. Want to play? Let's play. <laughs> like, let's play. It's on. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's very sweet. So we're kind of coming towards the end of the episode here, but there's a few more topics I do want to talk about here. Uh, so, Devin, I know you and I have talked about this before, like at the bar and everything. Yeah. Can you kind of tell me what it's like? I know being a woman in the bar scene and just in the business scene can be difficult. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I know that people go to Cody instead of you all the time. And that's super frustrating. Yeah. Uh, So you kind of talked about this with slides last time on your podcast. And I don't know, me and Cody talk about it a lot. But like, I feel like because he does have such a huge presence at the bar and like so many people are his like customers from like when he was at Bristol's that like. It's like as if I'm not there sometimes and I'm like, no, but I'm here too. Like I can help you. And like, I don't know. It's just funny, like how some people are. And like, I think it doesn't help that I'm a very small person. (laughs) So people don't take me very seriously. And so it's kind of hard, but I feel like I just need to not care about it. And it's hard not to care. I know it is really hard. It's, it's funny. Um, So I've never uh, really seen like, um, Maybe sexism, uh, I, in, like in in this kind of way. I, I you know I've always you know seen it more like you know people like you know like maybe harassment or you know kind of more things like that. But like so subtle, so like subtle. It's like sexism. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. like because no one like, and I think it's almost ingrained in people. Like even women, you know, coming up to Devin and like sometimes asking her something or like or like. They want to ask a question, and they so will like, just. I have a question for Cody, and I'm like, okay. it's like, why? I, yeah, I can answer questions. Yeah, <laughs> I know how to pour cider. I, I, uh, I can talk. Yeah, like, this whole idea was me. Thank you very much. It's, yeah. it's just so funny, and I think that's um, and a, a lot of it. It's, it's not obviously these people aren't like assholes, or they're they're not trying, or they're not, at least not trying to it, be. But yeah, yeah. But it feels I don't that way, know though. if they do it intentionally or not. I think mm-hmm. it's just like a weird, like I don't maybe just like it's like oh. Or I don't know, because I, I am kind of like, I, I definitely have like a, a bigger personality and more oh, yeah, obnoxious sure. and loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's, it, it's just funny sometimes seeing seeing that yeah that kind of um, dichotomy between like men and women and how they can both kind of view that way. And especially after hearing, because I, I saw it with Devin and then I saw it like, and then I overheard you guys talking about it one night. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, people come up to Michael, like ask, asking me what they, what was she doing? And he's like, he, he doesn't fucking own this business. Yeah. He's like, my name's on it. Come on. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Renee. Not- <laughs> Renee Rose. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> not Michael Rose. <laughs> Luckily Cody's like really good about like 
I don't know, like our whole conversation here, he's like, oh, well, no, Devin did that. Like, no, Devin is like behind this. And so like, he makes me feel like included, which yeah. is nice because like, like props sometimes- to you, you, you make it like really known. <laughs> like, especially during this podcast, like I was saying during the break, like you're like, this is Devin's idea. It's like, she deserves a credit Because here. it's fucking true, man. It's true, like, yeah. If, and, and that's what like, uh, I think it, like, so like literally if it wasn't for the both of us, we would have fucking failed. Like, um, Devin is does have anxiety and like can be like too timid sometimes. And I think I can be bullheaded and be like, we need to fucking do this. <laughs> but the thing is, a lot of my ideas are really bad. You know, the and, and, and he's the, the, the talker. So it's like, it's kind of a balance. <laughs> I still have some brains. Come on, give me some credit. Uh, no, but no, seriously, a, a lot of it is her. And she's a little more like, she wants it to be perfect. And I want it to, be happening you know so it's like how do we find this balance between like okay it can't it can never be perfect well that's but why I we shouldn't... work so good together i feel like it's yeah. because we are not the same person and so he brings something different to the table than mm-hmm. what i bring and so yeah so you bring like, a whole thing it, then so yeah. Like, yeah to go back to like when we had that whole brewery in there if it was up to me probably he was gonna leave it and i was, I was gonna like, leave it for no. now I was just like, hang fuck. some christmas lights on it yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> like you you walked in through the front door and it was like this tiny little hallway and it was like oh gosh it went all the way to our office and it was all caged in it was on a platform like it was so bad and like so so much of our seating (laughs) and like the big windows and i'm like i like the windows we need to like you can't see what's in here like with all of this yeah he was like well we'll just open and get it out later i'm like uh uh-uh. uh, no, if you say that, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, I was, yeah, no, and, she, and she's 100% right. And she, she was 100% right I on that. I typically am. <laughs> yes, 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 always yes. I have, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong, whether it's true or not. Uh, but uh, no, it's, um, it really is a balance. And, uh, you know, and that's what's great about it. You know, it's hard sometimes being t- uh, two totally different people. Um, so communication can be very difficult sometimes where, cause you know, I'm, I'm so like, I just don't care about anything. I think everything's like, oh, it's fine. Like, like the brewery it's like, oh, it's fine. Who fucking cares? Like I'll deal with it later, you know? Yeah. And like her being like, absolutely not. Everything. She cares about everything. So it's an, it, it really is a balance of, um, keeping each other in check mm-hmm. and what's realistic and what we can do and pushing our own limits, you know, and learning from each other. Like I, you know. We've since we've been together so long, you know, we've 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 turned from kids into adults, you know, yeah. and sometimes it does blow our mind when we're like, holy fuck, our lifestyle is really great. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is this real life? <laughs> like, we don't, I don't, I don't do, know. Like a, a, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. And uh, nothing, ter- you know, owning your own business is terrifying, but nothing terrified me more than having a nine to five. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't like I, I, I remember like growing up thinking like, what? fuck like th- that sounds so bad to yeah me. it kind of felt like you're trapped that's how i felt in my nine to five job i'm just like this is going to be the rest and, of my life wait what and <laughs> you know and, and there's nothing bad to say about like if people no, can find their all. passions yeah. uh, their passions in, in, in a normal job i it just for me you know people look at me like, like we're crazy and like what you get off at 10 p.m and you eat you know dinner at 11 but it works for you guys yeah, yeah. And that's like, it's a different lifestyle. And so it's like funny when people are like, oh, well, you guys just like sleep in all day. And you guys don't open until three. And it's like, well, by the time that we're off work, you guys are in bed and that's when we're eating dinner. Like, yeah. it's not that we're <laughs> like lazier than you just because we don't wake that's just up your schedule. Yeah, it's just completely different schedules. And so that's something that's <laughs> funny, too. To- Do you guys get that a lot? Like people will be like, oh, let's like get breakfast together or hang out. And like, oh, yeah. not until like four, though. What yeah. the heck? Like, we're like yeah. we don't do things early. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's what you're used to, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like our, our our day starts much later, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's fine. It works for us. Um, you know, it's difficult sometimes. You know, planning things with other people or family and stuff, and especially with our line of work. You know, we are so social with the day throughout the day, and uh, I love it. Love it. It's great. And um, I think the, the best part about it is like when we have our weekends. You know, um, half the time, like we're bartending for our friends and you know, like people that we've grown to love and people that are regulars and who are now friends. Uh, but you know, like you guys and, and slides and you know, and, and Cody and Adam and any, you know, all of our regular neighbors, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really cool that we can be working and still almost like we're hanging out with everyone. So we're getting so much yeah. social time in and then on our days off, it's kind of like, sometimes we're like, all right, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. You need to recharge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like nice. They're just like, oh, let's just hang out with just us. Like for like mm-hmm. once, like that's weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then how is it, so like you mentioned, like having anxiety and stuff about it, like how is it when it does get super crazy and then you're like, okay, my social battery is worn down. Like how, how do you kind of cope with that during a busy time? Um, oh, it's, it's hard. <laughs> uh, so like the crazy nights are actually a lot easier for me because you just kind of black out and do it. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to think you're just like, okay, it's go time. Like go, go, go. And it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I thrive in that like kind of environment, even though I'm like in the inside, I'm like freaking out. But yeah, like, I'll you know, freak out like, later. For, it's for fine. For her, it's the build up. Like it's like, hey, we're gonna have oh, a yeah. busy ass night this I'm like, night, ah, but just and waiting she, for she, it. Something's gonna go wrong. She like, always, always does. She like something t- terrible is gonna happen. I'm like, but funny. Those are the nights that she enjoys the most. Actually working, like mm-hmm. actually being there and bartending. I hate like standing around and just like, like kind of like, la la la. Yeah, and so that's why I'm always like doing the dishes and like polishing and like I let him like do all the talking because he's a lot better at it. And so I'm like, that's how we also work together too. It's yeah. like we bring different things to the table. I'm like, oh, I could just be like the little cleaner and like when it gets busy, I'll be back here, <laughs> like whatever. But yeah. I gotta say, I love watching you two work though. Like when it's busy and when it's not. Like you guys just like you bounce off each other so well. Like I think I talked about it with slides too. Like just watching you guys work together, it's like effortlessly. Yeah. And like, like I know, like living together, being engaged, and all that. Like you Bring can get tired everything. of each other, but you don't have everything. <laughs> everything. But it's like you guys just are having fun constantly, and it's just a breath of fresh air. You're not like, oh my god, I gotta work with him. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes it nice. Yeah, no, I think it's, you know, I, th- I think it's fun, you know. Um, yeah, no, I, I love it. It's, I feel like the crazy great. nights is, like, a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just getting there, you know, getting to those crazy nights. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, even, even in the, you know, sometimes the hardest times is the slow times, and you know, uh, and you're dealing with the public. And a lot of times it's great, you know, I have some great customers in, we're just hanging out. Then sometimes, you know, you really have someone, like, who kind of, fucking sucks on the other side of the bar and you and you're just like like great and if they're you know if they're being fine they're behaving that's totally fine and and you've been six people before yes i um (laughs) i was joking around with uh, a manager of another bar the other day i was like i just hand them out man uh but no that's not true it's just um when when it comes to alcohol uh you just you have to be oh you have to protect yourselves and they and if people are being irresponsible um that's like another place where we stand our ground. It's like, no, if you're gonna be like weird and make other people feel uncomfortable here, like I'm sorry, this is not your place. Like, yeah, that's yeah. We are. We're never, trying to create like mm-hmm. a cool, like welcoming establishment where like everyone feels comfortable. And so it's like, if people aren't having a good time, like, sorry, like you're the X factor. <laughs> like, you yeah. Need to get home. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are really good with that because there's been times where like mm, this person's here and we just let yeah. you know and like we're on it and yeah. like which no, is great. We really yeah. appreciate we, that. Yeah, too. no, definitely. Mm-hmm. We're not willing to tolerate like uh, you know 
like Cody's good at him bad doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, crack the knuckles. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> no, it, it still sucks to do it every time, but it's always worth it. It's always worth it. Stand your ground because we're not. I'm not willing. We're not willing to make a buck off of off of one bad person yeah. when there's so, so many like, good people that come in and that we would yeah, rather like, have I don't give a that shit. come back and everything like, yeah. i don't give a yeah. shit so if you spend like this much money here multiple like, people are yeah. uncomfortable you by you like sorry you you're can't say things like that you yeah. know mm-hmm. um we're not gonna like pleasing yourself like yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 don't don't say that people think you're weird uh but no it's um no, it's great, and it's great. You know, like our second night open, we had I ate. That was the first time we ate six. Someone really? second night open, and uh, oh, it was it, crazy. I didn't even know. She, it was because it was so busy. She I was just bartending. Just, just like you see me on the camera. I was like, Did just you like not see that around. shit? Me yelling at this fucking guy. And she's like, no. And I was like, dude. It's like, but you know, it, it was great. There's a. Uh, well, that, that's when the community also helped too. It's like a bunch of like people that like we just. It took so long to get this like bastard out of the freaking. <laughs> and like the the everyone was just like, "Come on, bud, time to go." Just like our plumber and like our friends and like everyone was in uh, there, just like, "Come on, he was time a, to go." Yeah. Elusive, slimy little bastard. And, like, oh, you know, it was a video game. He was like just trying to make his way to the bar. And it's like Cody already told you that you aren't going to serve, but yeah. like you brought your own booze in here. That's oh, not geez. how this works. Oh yeah. yeah. And oh my. So it was just like, well, if I make it to the bar, I have to get served. And it's like, no, no. It I know. He's like, like trying that. to get past me. I was like, I'm, you're, what are you doing? Like, I'm and not going to. He's a big guy. So it's like, <laughs> uh, what are you doing? <laughs> so I, I helped him outside a little bit. And, you know. What kind of place is this? Yeah. He's just like, what kind of place is this? A place where you don't belong. What kind yeah. of place is this? It's like, you allow dogs in here. You, yeah. You allow, Why can't I be here? Yeah. He's literally, you allow dogs in here. Why can't I be in here? And I was like, you brought in your own alcohol you've been yelling like what the f- wow and so uh the yeah. dogs are better so, than you yeah, so he weird. never made it to the bar once oh my god yeah, he just like, went and sat down and just helped himself to his own and yeah it was it was, it was, it was <laughs> what a power move wow badass <laughs> but yeah oh no. my gosh <laughs> well, that's crazy so you guys kind of talked about like um what it's like seeing like since you guys have been together so long like seeing mm-hmm. like y- your teenager like young selves like you know grow yeah. into like adults what would you say, like, thinking back to, like, your five-year-old self, like, I asked this with slides last episode, like, what would you think five-year-old you would say about present you owning a business right now? We kind of talked about this. Yeah, it's a hard it's one. Like, because Five, I feel like it's so young, and I'm like, well, I don't, do like, ten. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I even look back at, like, 20, I'm like, I don't see myself here. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, even, like, a couple years ago, it's like, we didn't see ourselves here. And so it's like, I don't know where I saw so, I mean, honestly, for me, uh, my young self from, you know, five, ten, uh, probably up until I was, you know, 14 or 15, I mean, I was very, very shy, very, um, not, I was not confident at all. So, uh, like, if a little kid version of me saw what I was doing now, they would be like, what, there's no, there's no way in hell that I could do that. <laughs> and I don't know what changed, but, you know, something, you know, just growing up changed and, uh, life experiences. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh. Yeah, because I was such a such a recluse, I was so shy and so uh, uh, you know uneasy of myself. Just funny now because now I'm like a narcissist. Just kidding, but now it's like now it's like yeah, yeah. I can just you know I I feel confident enough. Like that's like you know to deal with the repercussions of my own actions when I make mistakes. Like it's like I feel it's it's okay. Like mm-hmm. so yeah, no five year old me wouldn't have an, a damn idea what the fuck I, what I was doing. Like there's, there's no way, no way. <laughs> 
Well, I think we are coming to the end here. Um, so I do want to ask you guys, like, what is like coming up in the future for Poison Apple? Well, I mean, we're going to... Like I said, we have the April 1st bar or pub crawl of the Tascadero that we are part of again. Um, we have our one year anniversary, which is going to be July 1st. Which that seems like a long ways away, but it it's isn't. right around the it's corner. It's going to freaking come yeah. soon. We've been planning it forever already. <laughs> we're, we're trying to plan it. So for us, it feels a lot closer, maybe. Yeah. But. And it's, something still will go wrong and it will be fine. <laughs> the POS system will go out. Yeah. yeah. yeah but we exactly. do try and do something at least once a month. There is the slow months of January and February where things just didn't work out like that. But <laughs> I feel like that's yep. like every business. January yeah. and February is just the worst. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're getting back into it with March. We've started with St. Patty's, April, and it's spring. Yeah. yeah, daylight savings and all yeah, that. So that yeah, warmer. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the daylight you know, thing. And, and and working with our caterers, you know, at, at you know slides of Tascadero and working with them, um, that can also that also helps kind of our events. You know, when we did our St. Patty's Day um, event, I mean, they did like this whole St. Patty's Day menu. Oh yeah, and it, they sold out. Like it was crazy. And it's I never delicious. ate so much before. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was incredible. <laughs> and so we're you know we're gonna try. You know, we've talked about doing some themed things in the future whether that's you know brunch or whether that's you know who 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 freaking knows what we're gonna we're gonna do but how you can know is by following us at drink the poisoned (laughs) apple on instagram facebook but um yeah so the main thing we we really want to have a badass uh, first year anniversary party but there's there's some months in between there so you know stay tuned and um we will uh yeah we will we will keep trying to keep everyone posted (laughs) with more products more more things to do yeah more food from slides. They're going to be there Thursday through Saturday now, I think. So it's, um, yeah, starting nice. this month, starting this month there and they're coming in earlier now, you know, like usually about four o'clock. They're, they're, ready to, they're, killing it. Yeah, they're ready to, they're ready to go, you know, so I'm able to eat. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And then what are your guys' hours too? So people know, and like, what's the address and everything and where to find you. So we are, um, at 58, 55 El Camino rail. Um, Right across from uh, kind of Whiskey in June and Carbon Six, uh, across from them. The Carlton Hotel. Yeah, yeah. Also, kind of, yeah, across, yeah, across from the Carlton. Across from Renee Rose Photography. Across from too. Renee Rose Photography. Small businesses. And small businesses. Oh, thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, we right now we are open Thursday through Sunday at 3 p.m. Uh, typically, stay open until 10 p.m. Um, Sunday till. T- Sunday until nine. We are. In the middle of kind of reevaluating some uh, future changes, uh, we might be open a, a day or two more a week. Um, yeah, an employee maybe, finally. Yeah, maybe oh, nice. I, uh, an employee finally. It's yeah. just us and Mary Jane, and so yeah, just the three of us. Mary Jane yeah. needs to pour more weight. Come on, I know she, she does pretty good, but I mean she pulls a lot. But that's she just does. Tell you more. She besides that, she doesn't really do a damn thing. She doesn't pour very much. <laughs> she doesn't pour very much at all. She taste tests the food outside. Yeah, she you does. Know. Make sure slides and in check. She does the food quality control. Yeah, that's what we tell our customers. Yeah, she's the head of the customer retention. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to trick everyone coming back and playing with her. So. <laughs> that's how we got there yeah <laughs> she tricked us in <laughs> well perfect well thank you guys so much i think that's going to wrap up our second episode of small business sips well, thank you thank, thank you for you. having us yeah, thank you so much for having us it was, uh, it was good it was great we had yeah. a great time <laughs> well we will see you guys next time uh, you can find out who's going to be next on our instagram at small business sips and this episode will be out april 1st no joke <laughs> Um, but you will know that if you're listening to it so anyways thank you guys so much thank you Cody and Devin again it was so great having you and cheers guys cheers Cheers.
ASMR. ASMR video. <laughs>